When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. and cream with Rodgers and Benning on Hale Varsity Radio. Isaiah Pacheco will be the running back. Chiefs have Kelsey walking out as a flanker to the left side. Since he was six men up on the line of scrimmage. Fake a delayed blitz. Mahomes will fire it late for the end zone. Caught! Marquez Valdez-Scantling on his backside! Touchdown! Kansas City, Marquez Valdez-Scantling on a 19-yard reception on third down and 10. Welcome back to the show, 888-638-4876 to get involved. It's Coffee and Cream in the Morning on Hale Varsity Radio, powered by Currency, alongside Damon Benning. Andrew Rogers. We're live from the H&H Chevrolet stage at Hale Varsity Club. Talking a lot of NFL in the first hour, and we will continue doing so right now with Vinny Iyer, NFL writer for Sporting News. Vinny, good morning. Good morning. How's it going, guys? Vinny, good to talk to you again. How are you? Doing well, thank you. Hey, Vinny, you know, the big thing going around uh, the world of Twitter right now is, is the NFL rigged? What do you think? <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> that's a hard thing to unpack here, um, for sure. Um, um, but yeah, uh, it's uh, it's uh, hard when you lose a game that way. But that's what's happened here, right? The NFL is a game of inches, and every little thing counts and adds up to the cumulative result. So it is just really hard to uh, think about that. So it is uh, hard if you're a Bengals fan. It's hard if you're a 49ers fan. I mean, there were. There was a rule that uh, affected the 49ers where they couldn't have a third quarterback there available, and that was it. Once they didn't have anyone who could pass the ball, I mean, you saw the 49ers. They were just so defeated by, like, knowing they didn't have a chance to win the game. And that shouldn't be happening in the biggest game. It's not going to happen in other sports. You're always going to have a goalie or a guy that you can bring in on the basketball court if uh, a lot of guys get injured, but you're still going to have an option. But they didn't have any options. And then the Bengals, I mean, getting an extra down for the Chiefs, it was just a mess. It was not a very good officiating look for the NFL. Vinny, which happens first? All 53 men are active on a roster, or they change the automatic first down on an illegal contact <laughs> defensively? A five-yard penalty netting a automatic first down. Which would you like to see change first, Vinny? I would actually like to see just things being more auto-reviewed, to be honest. I'm just tired of seeing games and this, is he going to challenge? Are they not going to challenge? Let's stop this. Let's just look at every play and get it right. And I don't care if it stops the game or not. I just don't feel like, okay, should he do it? Is he going to use a timeout? This is just silly to me. Just get the call right. Like, we should have the burden of proof here. There's a lot of stake for these teams. There's all these officiating pieces of technology. There's command center. 
get it right. With Devonta Smith fall, like, just help. I mean, it shouldn't be a gamesmanship tactic where the Eagles kind of snap the ball and that's it. And the 49ers don't have time to actually get the right angle to look at it. So there are all little things that, that the NFL could clean up from a fan's perspective that would make the game so much better. Vinny, let me ask you something, and I'm not, I'm not here for championing officiating, but let me ask you. Do, at any point, have you thought, like, man, these guys are so big and strong now. Things happen so bang, bang with being explosive that you feel like the eye hasn't caught up with the caliber of athleticism that we're seeing? I mean, I think that's definitely a part of it. I mean, just these guys that are officiating and women, they're in good shape and they're in good professions and they're used to doing a lot, processing a lot of mental things. But but at some point, I mean, you just have to say, okay, so it's, uh, it, it's got to find a way they've got to find a way here and maybe just putting more people on the field or just having a system where it's not a reward that kind of based where, okay, you threw the challenge at the right time and get this call to overturned or the calls that are judgmental with the holding or the five yard penalties, as you mentioned, those need to be a little bit more discernible in these games. And that's what I struggle with the most is that, I, I hate it. I hate it as much as anyone. And everyone say they're undisciplined, but the bottom line is that a lot of these teams are doing the same tactic. And one time it gets caught because it happens right in front of an uh, official. Another time it just gets blatantly missed. It, it, it's just difficult because, again, these teams are going to push it as far as they can with the rules. And we saw the Chiefs get physical in coverage, and they got away with a few, but they made plays in the end that helped them win the game that they just wanted to kind of test the boundaries of the officials. And you saw with the Eagles, I mean, it, it was just uh, getting guys in the right position. The 49ers were capable of getting off the field so many times in that game. And yeah. little things happened here and there. So I, I just wanted to be called fair on both sides. And sometimes I feel like it's not, and it just piles up on one team. We're speaking with Vinny Iyer, NFL writer for Sporting News, at Vinny Iyer on Twitter. Vinny, last week we got into conversation about Nebraska football, if they are in rebuild or reset mode. And back in April, the same conversation was being talked about with Kansas City, if they were in rebuild mode, reload mode, or caught in the middle. Based on what you've seen from this team this year and how far they've gone, did they squash the rebuild argument, or did they just exceed the expectation, and that's actually where they fell at the start of the year? Well, I think what you're seeing now is what the Patriots were with Tom Brady, and that's in that sense that they're always going to be contenders. There's always a reload mode. It's always adjusting based on the salary cap, what you can afford, what you can't afford. What they looked at with this roster and said, okay, Tyreek Hill, we already have Travis Kelsey. We want to get the most out of him before he has to hang it up here. He's locked in. We feel comfortable that if Patrick Mahomes just says Travis Kelsey is his go-to guy, we can make it work with these other guys. We can piece it together. And we saw that. Marcus valdez Scandling has made some big plays in the playoffs. Even with Juju Smith-Schuster hurting, there's Tony going down. Ty Moore has been limited here in impact as a rookie. So they're still getting it done with different guys. And then 
when they need to, they get played out of Isaiah Pacheco or Derek McKinnon. And they just do a great job of drafting. And that's what the Patriots did, right? They just kept complimenting things that Tom Brady needed, little things offensively, kept some staples there with the offensive line being mostly intact with a few changes, but making sure he had enough weapons and that he could run the ball. And then defensively, doubling guys in and out. And that's, you got to say something about this draft for the Chiefs because it's really having an effect on their season right now. All those young defensive backs coming through, Pacheco, it was a fantastic draft by Brett Veach and Andy Reid. And that's how you keep it going. You, you get the cheap players, still roles, knowing that you have an elite quarterback that gives you a high floor to win a lot of games. Shocker that one of the best teams, if not the best team in the league, has a fantastic front office. And let's not even mention what they've done fiscally in their cap. Uh, Vinny, let me ask you something about Nick Sirianni. In your opinion, how did he go from the quirky guy that was super aloof and we had all the gifs of the funny expressions and going for it on fourth down and being unconventional to a Super Bowl participant in two years? Well, he had a lot of help, too, from his front office in Howie Roseman. And what I do like about Howie Roseman, he cut me on that Carson Wentz contract. As soon as he knew it was, gonna work, it was not going to work, he had to get out of it. He was binding the Eagles, right? They paid Carson Wentz so much money that the rest of the team, they didn't have a lot to invest. What happened? They make this astute pick to Jalen Hurts, seeing what he can do. All of a sudden, Hurts is the better option quarterback. You're paying a second-round rookie, and then they're like, okay, we got to take advantage. We're not paying our quarterback a ton of money anymore. Let's go out and get him a receiver while we can. They got Devonta Smith. They traded for A.J. Brown. And you see this offensive line come together that that was the staple, just like with the Chiefs. That's the one thing that you have to have, that offensive line, that running game, that system is going to be your backbone, and then build around all that. Now, they can afford the weapon while the Chiefs uh, said, okay, we need to move on from Hill. We can't pay Hill and, and Mahomes, but they can definitely pay Brown, Smith, and Hurts at this point in Philadelphia. And then they said, okay, let's load up on defense. Let's make a run with these veterans, get some depth here, splurge a little bit on free agency on Hassan Reddick, get some plays. So that, that's what you have to do. You just have to realize the trajectory of your team, jump on it fast, put guys in position to succeed. And, I think the biggest thing that Sirianni and his staff have done have has been adjusting to Jalen Hurts, made an offense that is built around his strengths, getting him to be a better passer and more efficient, and getting him the weapons he needs to do so. So I think that's why the Eagles are in the Super Bowl. They're joining the Chiefs because, again, you, there's two approaches. To have that elite quarterback at the top of the league that you just fill pieces around him or – Take advantage of a quarterback who surprises you. It doesn't happen all that often. You can't predict it. And then uh, going after the championship that way with the rest of your roster. Very, you're, Vinny, you're very smart and astute. Quickly, which narrative reigns supreme? The two brothers? The two brothers at quarterback? Or the fact that Andy Reid gets to face his old team? Two weeks, narratives. Which one will you be exhausted by? I'm already exhausted. It's been, yeah, I think maybe like less than 24 hours. I, I, I'm going to hear a lot about Andy Reid and playing face his former team. Everyone knew that was coming. And the Kelsey brothers, look, it, it's a fantastic thing. We never saw a paid first line football, so this is the one we're taking right now. Is that That's what we have in this game, and we just have to 
except that's uh, what's happening here, and we're going to hear a lot about it. But when I look about it, look at things, I mean, it's also an important thing that's happened in the NFL. This is a storyline I think needs to be talked about more. It's going to be Black History Month. This is the first time you've ever had two black starting quarterbacks in the NFL. It's about time. This league has been more diverse of late with positions and the players that are playing it. But to get to this point, finally, it is 2023, and you have Mahomes and Hurts out there. I think it's it's great for the game, and these are guys that are not in that old uh, whatever stereotype that you say they're running quarterbacks. Both of these guys have big arms, can throw the ball downfield. These are legit, complete quarterbacks. So I'm just uh, happy to see that happen here. And there's still a ways to go with coaches and all that, but this is a big step in the NFL knowing that, okay, look, these guys, we're now respecting them as complete players and not just athletes here, and that's really special. Vinny, we appreciate your time. Thanks so much. We'll talk again soon. All right, thank you. Uh, We're talking to Sam McEwen next.